The views, opinions, and content of the show hosts and their guests appearing on America's Web Radio are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of the station. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls of all ages. I am Roger B. This is Locked and Loaded, and you're listening to America's Web Radio. And of all genders. <clears throat> yes. <laughs> that is our special co-host today, Victor Armanderes from the On Point with Victor show. Just, he's gonna, just for a few minutes. He's going to hang out because we have this discussion about this guy, the Brooklyn su- yeah. subway train shooter the dude. Shooter. The one that, uh, like I said before, if you went and looked, searched for him now, you probably couldn't find anything out. I know. Well, apparently, bury everything about him. This author did a search like a week later, and he found one story on Google that was about this guy. Yeah. Isn't that something? And it's crazy because I mean, he was a mass shooter. I think he shot ten people. He didn't kill everybody, but right. But he was a mass shooter. He, his intent was to kill. I mean, look right. what the guy did. He had smoke bombs. He he, he had a gas this mask. This yeah, was, this, this was, was pre I mean, premeditated very, to the very degree. Uh, have you seen a picture of him? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, he looks like a balloon. I thought he's a big guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They had they had come out initially saying that, oh, he's five foot five, and yeah, that maybe that's wide. But yeah, he's oh, a big right. dude. He's big. Right. He's that's actually taller so. than that. Yeah, yeah. Well, he looks smaller with yeah. the gas mask on, maybe. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> you know, the only and, reason... And look better, actually. <laughs> yeah, right. That's the, you know, David, you mentioned that. <clears throat> I have to say this. Now that the mandate is gone, it's kind of scary again to see some of these Democrats full face. Uh, some of them need to wear a mask. Yeah, well, Pelosi should host. never take one off. Right, she That's should true. never take one off. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Hey, hey, even at the beauty shop. <laughs> beauty shop. Is, is she allowed in a beauty shop? <laughs> is that, isn't that an oxymoron? Well, only without a mask. Uh, we're so wrong. <laughs> Yeah, but oh, he so he murdered six people. Oh yeah. no, this is something else. So here's the thing about that guy. I mean, he he would have killed lots of people had his gun not jammed. I mean, right? Gotta, thank goodness he used. I'm guessing that the that they the said he ammo used a Glock. He used, yeah, it was he cheaper. Used a Glock, but let's face it, if a Glock's going to jam, it's probably because he's using crappy ammo. Yeah, or because it was brand new and he didn't break it in. He didn't lubricate it properly. A lot of people, it's funny, they'll get a brand new gun, wipe every bit of grease and oil off of it, thinking that's how they clean it. It's like, no, it's got moving parts. It needs some lubrication. Anything with moving parts needs needs lubrication. And obviously he had no Uh, skill in clearing a... (laughs) You know, I almost said, let's let's keep it clean. (laughs) There's always time for lube. There's always time for lube. What a great movie, right? I know. Uh, if you don't get the reference, Evolution. Evolution. Get it, watch it, it yes. enjoy it. Look, if you you know, we really, really need to do a seg- a movie segment where we just recommend movies. Ooh. And Evolution needs to be one and PCU. Uh, if you haven't seen PCU, PCU, now would be the a great time to watch that movie. It is oh. Now if you're sensitive or a snowflake or you need a crying closet, watch it twice. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's what you need to break you out of that mold. But if you're that sensitive, you may not want to watch it. You may go into a catatonic state and not be able to be revived. Oh my goodness! It's in fact, we we need to have a movie night. It's pretty no holds barred. Yeah, I don't know if Matt's ever seen that movie. Oh, maybe not. Well, Matt, if you're listening, and Big G, uh, and Big G, uh, maybe maybe Big G seen it. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Anyway. We we, have, we haven't had movie nights at your house in a long time anyway. We haven't. we got to do, do it be, before uh, before the date. Oh, right. No, that's, <laughs> okay. that's okay. We're in the basement. We could, we could, okay. we could keep it. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, anyway. Man, that be great. Back to All our right, shooter, dude. on the agenda. PCU. <laughs> yes. All right. Yeah. And if back. you're listening you haven't seen it, 
the three letters PCU politically correct university and and if you're an entourage fan the star of PCU is Jeremy Piven. Yes. And so if you liked him in Entourage, you're going to love him. And he PCU. plays a similar oh, yes, he does. politically incorrect character there. Just a little there. younger. Don't be that guy. Don't be that guy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, back to the shooter. Oh, yeah. It's more fun to talk about the movies. But anyway, yeah. It it's is just, more fun. <laughs> I mean, this is just funny because, you know, had it been anybody other than a minority, this would be in the news if he had any kind of white nationalist. Uh, oh, Good. Attachments. This would be he, dragged on for months. If he, if they, if, if he were white, it would be a white supremacist no matter what. Even if he was right. a white Democrat. But they're saying this guy was actually a no. black supremacist. But he was. He was very much so. He was a very much a BLM guy and, and an activist. And uh, oh, and he didn't like Jews either. And of course not. And he didn't like Asians. In 2017, yeah. he posted a video on YouTube which he showed pictures of Hitler and the Holocaust and said. This is going to be about Jews and my personal relationship with Jews and the utter contempt of all the mm, effing Jews I've dealt with. Look, <laughs> this he is had FYI posts. about those effing Jews. He had right, posts. Let me ask you something. Uh, wow. Has, has the left come out with the fact that the gun did it? That's one thing. <laughs> yes, and then, uh, And then the other thing is, if the gun did it in this case... What about the poor lady in Brooklyn that was stabbed 58 times? Mm. Did right. the knife do it? Did the it? knife do it? Yeah. So yeah, we're going to get rid of all the uh, You know, it's Kitchen crazy, knives. though. Yeah. When the cops do it, it's a bad cop. When a right. citizen does citizen it, it's a bad it, gun. It's a bad gun. Yeah, yeah it's, it's like, amazing. make up your minds. It, uh, people, you know, it's ridiculous. But this guy was just, I mean, he is he is an inspiration to everybody who likes racism. Because this yeah. guy oozes look, it everywhere. He, there's plenty of posts if you look them up. He he hated white people. He hated Jewish people. He hated Oh, he was Asian a pure racist, people. no doubt about if it. If there ever was a racist in today's time. But see, Roger, this <clears throat> doesn't fit the narrative. That's right. fine. Look, I tell people all the time, use DuckDuckGo. Get off of Google because you're not going to find anything with Google. If you Google search, is but, so but restrictive. If you do a DuckDuckGo search, you'll find the information, but they... YouTube, Twitter, all of it. They want to. They want to get rid of anything that doesn't fit the Democrat narrative, which is why Elon Musk is a freaking hero. Oh my God! Yeah. Oh yeah. You <laughs> hear he's talking to Jeff Bezos? So, uh, oh yeah. <clears throat> you're next. <laughs> Bezos goes, yeah. Hey, I uh, see so you're buying Twitter. He goes, yeah. Amazon's next. He goes, bra. He goes, add to cart. <laughs> add to cart. <laughs> Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, I mean, Amazon's more of a, you know, they're a, a store, but I, I don't know where they stand politically because they sell almost everything. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they don't really discriminate. Oh. Well, dude, but, Amazon is. But Twitter? Is, is, oh, my God. Those guys are so hardcore uh, left. It would be yeah. awesome to see him come in oh. and shake things up a well, little bit and open up he, the floodgates. He made it. I mean, just, to, I mean, I know we're on an off, off the subject here, but uh, hmm. Elon Musk just uh, last week made a uh, full offer to purchase Twitter. Twitter right. outright. Right. He said that what <clears throat> the way to, to really utilize Twitter is to privatize it. And he made a full offer. Now, the great thing about it is, you know, the, sh- the, the, the job of a CEO is to make the shareholders money and continually to make the money. Right. And you can't turn away an offer like that. So they're they're doing everything. The CEO and the, and is teaming up with the and get this, the Biden administration is sicking the DOJ mm-hmm. and the SEC on, on Elon, Elon Musk. Musk. Now Elon Musk hasn't done anything illegal. The government has no right to go invest start investigating Elon Musk. And if he hadn't doing. done this, he never it never would have happened. Right. 
and he, but he's being investigated because you got to understand when you take away a, a controlled media like Twitter, which is a, a mouthpiece. It's a the propaganda party, it's the, it's the platform. Pro- yeah, it's a propaganda platform for the Democrat Party. The Democrat Party can't allow this to happen because this is going to open the floodgates of freedom and the floodgates of information. And now you've got the DOJ going after Elon Musk, and that's and I and thank God Elon Musk has the money and the wherewithal to fight back because he's going to have to fight back. But yeah, trying to block. Now they've got some fidelity group that's made an offer. To talk yeah, about. yeah, or Vanguard, I think or it was. Vanguard, yeah. I'm sorry, Vanguard, Vanguard to make an offer. So um, you wonder if they, how did that just all of a sudden happen well, when he they're, did? It? They're a bunch of Democrat funding, so they want to get. Yeah, funding. they're getting. So I bet they're, they're getting money funneled to oh, them somehow to get of that. Of course covered. they are, and they're trying to outbid uh, Elon. But I, you know, like I said, it's going to be hard pressed for them to explain the shareholders why they turned down a deal. You kind of wonder yeah. though if he made the offer. Just to stir things up a little bit and see. I mean, he must be capable of oh, going through with it, I guess. Cap- well, but I don't think he really expected so him to, they, it to they go through. They interviewed him, <clears throat> and, and they asked him, uh, are you really doing this? And he goes, absolutely. He goes, I could buy it cash if I wanted to. Yeah. Oh, that's what he yeah. said. And uh, so he's all in. He said, I want to buy. He goes, I'm buying. This is my offer. Now, wait. The fact so. that they're refusing to sell to an African-American, is that not I, racist? I, it's absolutely racist. Where's the headlines? Yes. Where's because the headlines for that? You've, you've got an African-American who's who's make a, made a bona fide offer, an unbelievable offer, and they're they're stalling it right now. They're stalling it because they're trying to get something else to come in. Uh, but I, all he has to and – and I could see Elon doing this. So when Vanguard comes in with their offer and Elon Musk – Comes back with an offer that's five dollars more. They can't turn. I mean, they got the, the shareholders are going to go. We got to go with the highest. Right. They're going to vote. And Elon Musk is going to. It's so they it have a fiduciary. What is it? Fiduciary responsibility uh, to their shareholders. To the shareholders, yeah. but yet their their uh, political views are going to cloud that and obscure right. their. Their view of how that's put together. Yeah, but you know, some of those shareholders aren't all in it for politics. They're in it for, They're for the money. Yeah, and that's exactly. They, hopefully, you, they'll. You've got you've got somebody like Elon Musk offering forty four billion dollars, and I'm a shareholder. I'm like, bring it on. Show me the money, oh, yeah, baby. Show, show me the money. Show me the money. You can do what you want to with Twitter. <laughs> yeah, and if you open it up and it becomes I, I, twice as popular. Yeah, because yeah. imagine the value of Twitter, where Twitter's going to go if Elon Musk gets his hands on it. Oh, yeah, because he turns everything into gold. Everything That's amazing. To, I mean, look at what this man's done. Yeah, I just uh, wonder what planet he's really from. Exactly. I really, really <laughs> want to know. <laughs> and it's funny because he was on uh, Saturday Night Live once. Yeah. And apparently he was the first, uh, what is it, uh, autistic or Asperger's, Asperger's. <laughs> diagnosed person Asperger's. to be on SNL. <laughs> Look, Elon Musk, I mean, the guy, I mean, say what you will. But oh, they, he's they, brilliant. He is. He is brilliant. And they used to love him when he was a leftist. Mm-hmm. But now that he's, he's was, he was awoken in 2020 because of what California was doing. And he said, my goodness, I, I, I'm an American now. I, I believe in freedom and liberty. And this, this, these Democrats are not believing in freedom and liberty anymore. And then he picked up his business, his livelihood, and everything Moved and everything. took it to Texas. <laughs> I'm taking my ball and you, I'm going yeah, home. <laughs> yeah, you ain't getting any more red than Texas. I mean, that's – That's right. I mean, well, Texas, for now. Well, yeah, for now. There's Austin. But, yeah, I know. And that's where he went. That's where he put the Tesla, which is even more poetic justice. Because, but now, I mean, it's hilarious. The fact that Elon's doing this, though, does that mean the liberals are not going to encourage you to buy Teslas well, anymore? This is the beauty, again, Roger, again. <laughs> This is the beauty that is, uh, you know, I say it sometimes where 
the problem with progressivism and, and, and liberalism is they, they're always in conflict with themselves. Always in conflict Here with themselves. Here it is. And now Clear here's a day. prime example. They used to love Elon Musk. They loved Tesla. Now they hate Elon Musk. They hate Tesla. But they Do still they push hate the Tesla? They, well, that's what I'm saying. They still push the battery-operated car. I mean, are these libs going to all so sell their Teslas all of a that's sudden? That's what I'm is waiting to see. Is the market going to become flooded are with used Teslas? Are we going to get flooded with used Teslas? Because is the, dem- is the Democrat liberal authoritarian Democrat going to put their money where their mouth is? Because oh, they ran no. around. Now, Hollywoodians and the elitist Democrats, they're not going to buy just a Ford EV. They're no. not going to buy a Leaf. That's they're right. Going, they want the Tesla. They want the $100,000 car. They want the $100,000 Tesla. Right. So I want to see them give them up now because they hate Elon. Because they're still saving they the planet it. with them if they uh, believe well, that's that. That's what they think. Yeah. Uh, I mean, to think. have a so, coal-powered car, I thought I mean, it was kind of cool, you know? It's poetic justice to watch these people fall all over themselves to justify the Tesla when they hate Tesla. So now they, they well, hate Elon. They don't hate the Tesla as much as they hate Elon but Musk Elon, and because he owns it. Elon is the CEO of Tesla. By default. He is Tesla. <laughs> yes. So they – and I'm just telling you there is a dichotomy here that is fun to watch because these elitists, the Hollywoodians, the Democrats, they're all with their Tesla, are now at the same time hating the man – who, who, owns the company, who owns the company that they are the, the car oh, they drive? It's just, and it's finally, uh, some of the conservative side, mm-hmm. and we would consider ourselves conservative. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Look at the problem that the electric car has with batteries oh, and disposing of the batteries. Oh, Once yeah. you've used 100%. all the fossil fuel to charge the damn thing, <laughs> then you have to figure out how to get rid of how it gonna, safely. Yeah, I mean, that's so true, David. Same with windmills. Uh, have you have you look up uh, if you can find it anywhere? Yeah, they've hidden most look, of that stuff. I'm sure. It. Look up the graveyard that is full of windmill of windmill uh, blades. turbines. Blades, blades and turbines, yeah, um, they because they can't be recycled. They can't be recycled. They're just piling up in a landfill. It's right next to all the birds that they've killed. And exactly. Well, that should know, be in the bird graveyard. <laughs> maybe birds are just stupid, but, yeah, you know, maybe. some of them. I but, don't you know. know, but that's, that's it, and, and at the same time, when you've got this battery business going on and they're pushing EVs, the Biden administration has restricted mineral mining in the United States. Right. So to get the components to make the battery, you have to go to where? China. China. Or China. My goodness. Because China's got mineral rights all over the world oh, all over for all the these they, lithium yeah, mines. That's where China gets <clears throat> some of their minerals from. Well, Afghanistan. And, and Africa. And, and uh, Russia. And Russia. Yeah. Oh, Absolutely. there you go. Uranium. Hello? Yeah. Does that yeah. ring a bell? And, and, Uran- oh, that's the Hillary Clinton and, and, uranium and, 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 deal and, and, with and the Russians. Who owns our uh, 20% of our uranium? Well, that'd be Russia. That'd be Putin. Yep. Putin, personally. I mean, it's, oh, man. Thanks to the Clintons and the Democrats. Uh, but you sycophants out there, you just keep on keeping your head in the sand you just keep doing it we'll be back right after this it's all about cars and car people on the classic auto mall podcast listen to new shows every week on americaswebradio.com at 9 a.m eastern after that episodes are available there and on podcast providers such as spotify and google play each week classic auto mall president Stuart howden serves as your podcast host and interviews personalities from every aspect of the automotive world Collectors, photographers, classic car dealers, and everyone in between. You don't want to miss an episode of the Classic Auto Mall podcast. Check out more at ClassicAutoMall.com. If you want the truth about politics, medicine, weapons, classic cars, and more, you'll want to tune in to America's Web Radio. 
You can listen to all of your favorite shows live at www.americaswebradio.com or on demand on iTunes, Spotify, or your favorite podcast app. That's www.americaswebradio.com. Veteran-owned America's Web Radio endorses and supports Dr. Rich McCormick for Georgia's 6th District, U.S. House of Representatives, as a decorated Marine helicopter pilot, and now an emergency room doctor who served on the front lines against COVID-19, Dr. Rich McCormick has never been afraid of a fight. Whether it's communist China abroad, or the radical left in America, Rich knows the next fight facing America is to stop socialism. He's all in. Vote for Rich McCormick. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And we're back, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. I'm Roger B. This is Locked and Loaded, and you've been listening to America's Web Radio. Although the segment before we got a little carried away talking about a few other things, I think they were important. Because it's funny how businesses can go liberal or conservative and they change their views on things based on politics instead of wise business decisions. And like I was talking about with uh, the shooter, Frank James, who was in Brooklyn and shot all those people on the train. Because he didn't meet the narrative of the liberal propaganda media, they had the story out for a few days, and now it's been buried. You can hardly find it. Because he was a racist, but he wasn't the right kind of racist. He was a black racist. He didn't like he didn't like Asian people. He, he made a, a YouTube video bashing Jewish people. He said he uh he doesn't like he doesn't like white people. All these white MFs, this is what they do. They'll kill you. You know, so he just he doesn't like white people. He doesn't like Jewish people. And apparently something was said, apparently uh Victor was saying something about he's he made some statement about Asian people as well, which I don't know, I didn't find that one. But this guy, Frank James, he is a racist to the nth degree. He is a black nationalist. You know, and I don't believe in having a color when you're a nationalist. You either support your country or you don't. If you want to support just certain people of a certain race in the nation, then you're a racist. I'm sorry. There's no way around it. You can't claim anything other than a racist title. But, of course, because he's not the kind of race, he's, he's not a KKK supporting racist, then the media is going to bury the story. They don't want people to know that there's any other kind of racist other than the white people out there, which is kind of ridiculous. But this is, I mean, this is the ideology that, that drove BLM. I mean, they were destroying businesses, flipping over police cars, setting cars on fire, smashing windows, all in the name of racial equality. I just want to know, how do all those acts of violence promote racial equality? It, it doesn't. It doesn't. Not even a little bit. It doesn't. But anyway, this guy, <clears throat> he's being buried. So if you can find any of the stories, you might want to read them now because they are going to be taken away. They're going to pull these out as fast as they can. Now, of course, and then, the, of course, there's the gun people, the anti-gunners. They're going to be out there going, oh, he shouldn't have had a gun. It's like, you're right, he shouldn't have had one. But you know what? He bought it in Ohio at a pawn shop that had a federal firearms license. So he was background checked prior to buying his his Glock. And you know what? He passed. He passed his background check. Obviously, the guy is mentally ill, but apparently it wasn't diagnosed, so they didn't stop him from purchasing his weapon. So his weapon was purchased through legal channels and with a federal background check. So I don't know what else you want to do to, for gun control. I mean, you're doing everything that was put in place to stop something like this apparently failed. 
I don't know if they, you know, maybe they need to do a little deeper search when they do background checks. And I know all the constitutional carry people out there are going to be bashing me for this one. But you know what? I believe there should be an option to have a carry permit, even in states that don't require it. Why? Because I would think if an officer pulls you over and you have a carry permit and you have a gun in the car, he's going to look at you in a different light than if you just tell him there's a gun in the car and you don't have a permit. You say, constitutional carry, I can carry whatever I want. He's going to look at you in a different light than if you say, oh, by the way, here's my carry permit. It, it makes a difference in the way people see people. Plus, I believe if you go through the trouble to get a permit and get the background check and the fingerprints and all that stuff, then you're probably going to be much more, I guess, cautious about breaking the law. You're going to follow the law a little closer. You're going to be a step above anybody who just shoves a gun in their in their belt and walks out thinking, oh, constitutional carry. I'll carry whatever I want, wherever I want. Also, if you have a permit, it adds to reciprocity because there are a lot of states that do not have constitutional carry, actually 25 of them to be exact, although I believe Florida is considering it this year and I think four or five other states. But if they don't have it, there's a lot of states that do have permit requirements and they honor Georgia's carry permit. Now, that's going to get tricky if you consider, oh, well, Georgia has constitutional carry. Do we honor that? And states are going to have to come to that decision. It's kind of crazy. I just, I just put myself in a situation and go, what if driver license, driver's licenses were like this? You would have a different license for every state or had to make sure that state you were driving through had reciprocity with this state or that state or the other state before you could even get in your car and cross state lines. And I know it's not, you go, oh, that's ridiculous. Why would they do that? I go, exactly. It's the same thing with the guns. They're trying to get these ridiculous regulations in place, even though the national the, the national document that started our country clearly says the right to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. Clear as day. It's, it's one of the one of the shortest of the Bill of Rights. It's the shortest of the first ten amendments and the most concisely written to be hard to construe into anything else but yet constantly states cities towns even federal governments are changing adding laws to restrict your right to keep and bear arms so there's always that to look out for and it doesn't seem like anybody cares about the law anymore sometimes i mean equality under the law is gone you see these politicians getting away with murder or or doing crazy things making deals with foreign countries and having no prosecution because of who they are. We're making an aristocracy again. We are making a royal class. By giving these politicians that much room, you're going to let them take away your rights. I mean, because tyranny comes in all forms, and the only way to fight against people with guns who want to impose tyrannical laws is to fight back with guns. There's no other way to do it. So just something to consider. You know, and be careful when you're reading these stories about people. Make sure you look and see. You know, I know you shouldn't judge somebody based on their race or their color or their political affiliations, but it seems like the media always tends to expound on this when it meets their agenda. When it doesn't meet their agenda, they bury the story, they move on, they talk about something else very quickly. Now, right before we left for the record, we were talking about uh, freedom, how Elon Musk was buying Twitter to expound on freedom. Now, if I'm not mistaken, a judge has overruled the federal mask mandate in transportation, which means 
I think as of now, you don't have to wear a mask on a plane anymore, which, you know, it's not a huge deal, but still, it makes it much more comfortable. It's hard to sleep with that mask over your face, in my opinion. What do I know, though? Anyway, be on the lookout for that. Buses, trains. Now, I would think public transportation in general, even uh, local buses and stuff like that, are going to have to dump their mandates. Or if they're under, you know, if they have uh, local ordinances, that may they may try and push past the national mandate on that. I don't know. Uh, a lot of stores now I'm seeing say they strongly suggest, uh, highly recommend, but they don't say required anymore. Because I think they realize people are getting tired of this. It was kind of a hoax from the beginning. It's kind of funny when you see your friends going, oh, look, the mandates are gone now. And I'm thinking, yeah, I never really... I never really complied anyway, except when I absolutely had to. So, you know, it's like, whatever, big deal. But be aware of that. So maybe with constitutional carry, no mask mandates anymore, we are turning a corner, hopefully, and heading towards freedom again. Because we were going downhill fast, losing freedoms left and right. And every time somebody like this idiot on the subway shoots up a bunch of people, they go after everybody else. Let me, let me ask you something on that. Sure. Uh, <clears throat> I'm not sure I'm correct. So he's already out on bail, isn't he? I believe I heard that. He is? I think so. Now, I, I could be wrong. It could be a different story. I think, yeah, I think I read something about that. But I don't think the it was guy, him they let out. Okay, but. well, some guy had used a gun. Right, and was and, out on bail, like within hours or days. Yeah, it was, uh, the judge gave him a. a $25,000 bail, which means 2500 Right. And you're out. Yeah, and, uh, I don't know that this was him. I'd have to look that up and see, but it's just... That would be crazy. I mean, you figure people would not stand by and let that happen, but then again, in New York, they have a revolving door on the jail system up there and the court system, so... And this is crazy. The courts... You know, I don't know what the philosophy behind the district attorneys and the judges... I don't know what they're thinking. I can't get a handle on what they're thinking. Uh, you know, you commit a crime, you have a rap sheet that's a foot long. Yeah, and there's got to be... You go in and it's a revolving door, like you said. They're out before the police are. And they wonder why the laws aren't working. Yeah. Oh, we need more laws. No, we need to enforce the ones we've already got. They're out there. You just have to use them. You've got every tool in the toolbox. Use it. But you can have every tool in the toolbox. If you don't know how to use any of them, then you're not going to be able to build anything. And it's just crazy how they let this happen. In fact, it's funny because there was a conservative who actually used this to her advantage. She was in, I oh God, I want to say it was in New York where the mayor at the time or the governor had painted um, Black Lives Matter across one of the streets. And she was a black woman and she was out there splashing black paint all over to cover it up. Huh. And she got arrested. And she was out within hours, and she went back and started doing it again. She took friends with her this time, and they all were just splashing black paint all over the Black Lives Matter. Or, uh, you know, and saying, you know, she was there saying, police lives matter. We need the police. She was a, a police supporter, which to me was great. But because of the system, she wasn't held for very long, and they turned around and let her right out again. And she went right back to what she was doing. Now, I don't know if the second arrest was any different or not, or it was still the same thing. But, yeah, apparently she went back several times and went to complete the job. Which, you know, to support any one particular race like that is racist in itself. You know, if you want to say all lives matter, great. But to say black, Chinese, white, green, yellow lives matter, that's 
complete crap. All right, we're going to have to take a quick break. We'll be right back after this. I'm Roger B., and this is Locked and Loaded. In 2009, the membership organization Docs for Patient Care was founded. People all around the country wanted to participate in the efforts of this group, and they wanted to join, but they were unable to do so unless they were physicians. It's for this reason that the Docs for Patient Care Foundation was created. Now, everyone can join the fight and become a member of an organization created by doctors for patients, dedicated to fighting for your health care freedom and preserving the doctor-patient relationship. While you're at your computer, please go to www.docs4patientcarefoundation.org. That's www.docs4patientcarefoundation.org and make a tax-deductible donation and join the fight along with us. Thank you. Since the 1960s, J.C. Taylor has been America's premier specialty insurance provider for classic cars, antique autos, modified, and custom vehicles. Our customers have trusted us to protect their prized possessions for more than six decades. For more information, or to receive a quote, contact our expert team today by calling 888-ANTIQUE, or by visiting our website at jctaylor.com slash awr. That's 888-268-4783, or visit jctaylor.com slash awr. Veteran-owned, America's Web Radio would like to thank all of our incredible patrons. We wouldn't be able to do this without you. If you are not already a patron, you can help us continue to produce some of the most informative and entertaining shows on the Internet by becoming a patron. Patrons of America's Web Radio are the first to receive information about new shows and links to the latest podcast episodes. Join now and receive a free gift while supplies last. For more information and to join our family, please visit www.patreon.com slash America's Web Radio. If you have questions, contact us at gm at americaswebradio.com. And as always, thank you for listening. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the americasbroadcastnetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And we're back, ladies and gentlemen. Sorry about that. Little technical uh, glitch there, but we're back. Anyway. <clears throat> oh, wait. Oh, I think we have a special caller coming in here. We're talking about somebody. Uh, it turns out that the New York shooter is held on, on federal charges of terrorism with no bail. However, there was another shooter who I'm going to see if I can get our uh, local legal expert on the phone here, and he can run over this case with us real quick. Another case of, uh, I don't know, revolving doors on the bail, on the bail systems or jail systems. Hello? Is he there? Yeah, don't yell. He's okay. Okay, sorry. Hello? Hello? Anyway. <clears throat> Apparently he's not there yet. Mark. Am I there? You're there. All right. Okay, Mark the Shark calling in to help us with this case because, as it turns out, the New York shooter was not, he was not even offered bail. There was no bail offered for him on nope. release. They went federal on him. Ah, because of the terrorist charges, right? They charged him with terrorism. 
But isn't it just a... There is a, uh, there's a statute that basically with a, any kind of mass transit system. Oh, so if he had done this in the streets, it might have been different. Uh, yeah, absolutely. But the mass transit system... You know, that system. happens every weekend. <laughs> I remember when Giuliani actually cleaned up New York City and made Times Square a place for families again. And now, ah, just, those were the days when you could walk around <clears throat> Midtown and not get shot at and not learn how to duck. You know, I, this is a good time. I want to throw something out. Do you realize, or Mark? Do you remember who the commissioner of the police department was under Giuliani? I think it was Ray Kelly, if I'm not mistaken. You got it right, brother. And his son is on. Newsmax now. His son first was on Fox, and now he's moved over to Newsmax. And um, he did an outstanding thing Saturday night. And I would suggest everybody go back and look at it. And, uh, you know, he does a heck of a job on Newsmax and doesn't mind telling it like he uh, like it is. And uh, I totally support Greg Kelly for what he's doing on Newsmax. Well, let me give you a little let me give you a little instance of you probably if you ever listen to any of the MSNBC, CNN, not that they ever get a story right, but they completely got this story wrong with this guy. Bottom line was they they Eric Adams got on the media in from his home in COVID quarantine by the way and boasted about we got him, we got him. Well, let me tell you what really happened. He turned himself in. He literally called Crime Stoppers and said, I'm in the McDonald's. <laughs> Which McDonald's? Oh, and right, right, then right. apparently the, the, the uh, units got there. He was not there. He was right around the block. They went looking for him. They found the guy. But he turned himself in. Now, here's what I would consider, and tell me if I'm wrong. I don't know. I'm, I'm just a, you know, I'm a conservative kind of guy, and I think that, you know, back word is not exactly the way you want to approach your government. But if you did a good job, you would have stopped him before he shot up the subway and shot 33 bullets. But, hey, that's just me. Yeah, now... It's funny because, I mean, he had no history of mental illness or anything prior to this. But they're saying, obviously, anyone who would do something like this is obviously mentally ill. Sane people don't do this. Well, here's the other thing. Maybe if they were stopped chasing parents as terrorists <laughs> and stop labeling them as terrorists and filing joint task force from our DOJ, and maybe one of those little morons in the government would turn around and peruse YouTube for about five minutes and find his videos. Right, what exactly. You said earlier, he was spewing hate left, right, and center. I know. I mean, was... What else did you need? Did you need a, him to carry a sign that said, I'm a terrorist? But how would they connect social media with a background check? That would be what they'd have to do, I guess. They'd have to well, inquire. Listen, listen <clears throat> this is the whole fallacy of the left. The background check is great to find people who have had prior criminal records. The reality is is that most of the people who commit crimes with guns do not obtain them legally. Right. So no matter how many gun laws you want to put into effect, I've represented people with weapons that are allegedly illegal. They don't check the law. They don't get it from a gun store. They don't care about background checks. This is the fallacy that we live under. And if you leave your gun on your front porch, it's not going to shoot anybody. Nope. My guns have never committed any crime. I can honestly say that I left the front door open once and the gun was sitting there in the hallway. It didn't go out and kill anybody, shoot anybody, didn't harass anybody. It didn't even pull a girl's ponytail. I mean, nothing. 
But how, how about, uh, Mark, how about that guy in uh, Brooklyn that stabbed the lady 58 times? Are we well, going to do away with butcher knives? Times. Well, that is going to be an interesting case because they actually have a video of him carrying the hockey duffel bag or wheeling the half of the duffel bag. Uh, it appears that the body is already in there because they found a blood trail. Oh, um, obviously not the hitman professional, but... What you can see there is they already said that there was no forced entry to the house, so it's got to be somebody she knew um, or somebody that the family was familiar with. And the bottom line is that I think you're going to find something completely different. That that appears to be when you stab someone 60 times, that's not exactly just a killing. That's, that's a, a hate crime. That's a that's crime, a crime of, passion. of passion. Exactly. That's what I said. That's he, you're angry he knew her. Somebody. He knew her. There was some relationship there, although they don't know. So I think you're going to find a lot more information coming out on that in the next couple of weeks. And listen, NYPD is a fantastic group of guys. They're the best trained. They're the best motivated. Well, they used to be the best motivated. Now they're still the best trained. You know, it's but hard. now they just need to put together you know, maybe some government that actually lets them do their job. So, so again, my question is, are the left-wing people going to come out and say we've got to ban kitchen knives? Absolutely. Oh, yeah. they don't done it in the already. Or they'll ban forks also. Yeah, I mean the only thing you'd be able to have is a spork. <laughs> you know, I can kill you just as easy with a fork as I can with a knife. Now, if you've seen the movie uh, with uh, where he killed the guy with a pen, that was great. There's a I couple mean, movies it, it, actually. You know how far this is the this is the the ridiculousness of the left-wing media and the left-wing party that they believe the instrumentality is the purpose and that should be their focus where they're not they're letting the criminals go one guy out in california i heard is tattooing the name gascon on his face because he's got no enhancements for the gun no enhancements for being in a gang I mean, a gang enhancement, I believe, in California is a minimum yes. of 10 years. Now, for those of you who don't know, Gaston is Mr. Glock's first name. <laughs> Listen, if you vote them in, you get what you vote for. Yeah. Now, what? Now the guy in South Carolina, did he kill anybody or just shoot his gun in public? There were 14 or? people shot. As far as I know, oh. I don't think there was anyone killed. But he, he basically performed deadly assault on up to 14 people. Yeah, mass shooting. Mass shooting, and they let him out on bail? No, $25,000 bail with an ankle bracelet, and he's free to go to and from work and to travel. Oh, God. And, and they expect, and they wonder why there are gun crimes. Oh, my yeah. God, that is completely <laughs> before ridiculous. The, before the police <clears throat> were done with the paperwork, this guy was probably out. Yeah, he was walking home going, okay, I need to get a soda and pick up some more bullets. You know, the thing <laughs> that a lot of people don't understand, and I've only understand it from not from experience but everybody says well 25,000 well that i haven't got 25,000 in my you don't have to it's 2500 10% of the right we'll usually get a bail bondsman to give you bond yes yeah. if you can show yeah that it's usually 10% that you're not a flight risk which apparently if this guy wants to go back to work apparently he's not that much of a flight risk <laughs> <laughs> but he has a good I'm, work ethic i'm just basically I'm baffled by the fact that you can now, in these, in this day and age, shoot someone. Shoot 14 someones. Shoot 14 someones, <laughs> and then just get out. Go no back problem. to work in a couple hey, of days. Here you go. 
Well, I, w- I wonder how his fellow employees feel about him. <laughs> I bet they, they, don't, they don't piss him off anymore. <laughs> they know what he's capable of now. Oh, my gosh. Holy well, then, cow. And here's the best part of it is they, they then jump on TV, the elected officials, and say, there's no danger to the community from this gentleman. <laughs> No danger to the... Well, I mean... You know, how much further can you go to the left before you fall off the planet? Yeah, I, I it's 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 just I I can't even grasp grasp the concept of letting someone out who shot fourteen people on bail to go to work. You know, uh, Mark, let me. You have a lot more experience in this than I do, and I have none. But I could understand it, sorta. If if like you know when the uh, postal people go wacko and shoot up the post office or or this or that or but this guy knew no one in the mall that I know of it was just I'm going to the mall and shoot I want to get well, famous here's an interesting um, I'm just looking up and again take it with a grain of salt because it's off the CNN website there was a there's 140 mass shootings in the United States in 2022. Wow. 150 people killed and 615 injured. But they want to continue to go soft on crime. Well, it's all crime, though. I mean, you know, even if you don't kill somebody, there's probably assaults where people get out the same day. There's probably, you know, uh, setting cars on fire. There was a guy, I saw a video of a guy walking down the street in Brooklyn, and he was just smashing windows of every car he walked by that was parked on the street. I'm smashing side windows and what, windshields. What a- what amazes me is the fact that they can still focus on the instrumentality, on the gun. Right. I mean, like I say, this guy... And, had a and big, that's what's bizarre. This, a, they, until they focus on the criminal, this well, is a no-brainer. This is never going to get solved. Well, it's like we were talking about. Whenever a, a police officer shoots somebody, it's always the police officer. When a civilian shoots somebody, it's the gun. You know, you can't. you got to make up your mind. Is it the person or is it the gun? Make up your mind and concentrate on that but obviously they can't they can't make up their mind they it, can't listen there was this recent and, and i can't remember off the top of my head um his name but there was a, a person shot by an officer he had grabbed the officer's taser and oh, that was in atlanta shot him that was in atlanta on the floor oh that oh well, there was one in atlanta where the guy was at a wendy's and he was out on bail due to covid because they had crowded jail cells and they didn't want to have more exposure this guy was so drunk he fell asleep in the line at the drive-thru at wendy's the police came to investigate they were talking to him they said he was you know seemed cooperative and then they asked him for something and then he grabbed the cop's taser and started running away then he turned to fire the taser at the officers and the officer shot him dead it's like if you're going to take it and run, at least run. Don't or throw it away so they can't use it on you. But don't turn around with something that looks like a gun at night in a dark parking lot and try to shoot something at a cop. They're going to shoot you back. <laughs> well, here's the here's the bottom line. Once again, they focus on the officer, not the guy who right. is the criminal. He was not the guy who caused the situation. It's never the guy who caused the situation's fault. It's always the cop. Right. And imagine this. This guy's so drunk he can't even stay awake in a, li- in a drive-thru line. He goes to drive home, kills somebody. Oh, it's so sad. We need to pray for the family. No, you need to pray for the cops who got there in time to stop him from killing somebody else. Mark, I saw the one that you're talking about where they got in a fight and literally the cop got the best of him and uh, his gun, he had pulled his gun and... Uh, 
basically shot the bad guy in the back of the head, I believe. Yeah, and wow. you know what? I feel really bad for the cop because that criminal put him in that situation. Yep. You think the cop went to work that morning and said, gee, I'm going to shoot someone in the back of the head? Of course not. No, not at all. In fact, all he wants to do, do his job, keep his community safe, and then go home at night to his family. And part of, the, part of what's never explored and never shown in these issues, whenever something like that happens, is these are guys who are really, cops are very smart people. What they wind up doing is they wind up giving back to their community more than they will ever take. Right. Well, they have that. There's a sense of duty. Oh. Police officers, military officers, they all have that sense of duty. That's hard to describe for someone who doesn't understand it. You know, the other the other kicker, going along with what you're saying, uh, Roger, is the fact that that cop is going to be living with it the rest of his life, and he'll be. You know, they're they're very prone to. Uh, have PTSD. They were right. prone to, you know, family problems afterwards because, I mean, Roger, even with your experience and Mark with yours, uh, I can't imagine what the guy mentally is going through right now. Or the well, cop. He, he relives yeah. that scenario every day, probably thinking, what should I have done differently? How yeah. could I have changed the I, outcome? I what should I have done? I've, I've had, I have a good friend of mine who was a cop, still is a cop and was involved in a shooting several years ago. And I can tell you, it, it, the suspect had a gun to the victim's head, and it was in her home, and he basically turned to the officer, pointed his gun, and the cop had no alternative. And he went through years of, could I have done something differently? What if I would have waited? Then he would have killed her. It was a whole a, a range of feelings that he went through. These guys are people. They're not robots. They're not RoboCop. Right, exactly. They're people. They are actual people who give a darn about the community and the people that they serve. And that all somehow gets lost in the sauce and in this lamestream media production that they come out with. And the statistics of what they're throwing, they now notice they never back it up with statistics. It's always they're hunting. You know, they're hunting. Yeah, they're by by the way, you know, black it's... crime under Biden, and I'll talk about this on my show on Friday, has gone up, murders in the black community up 45% since wow. Biden took office. Yeah, I saw wow. that. By the way, I, I want to throw out one other thing that we throw out on our veteran shows all the time, and it's true with first responders. When that husband or wife leaves the house in the morning or afternoon or whenever it is, they may or may not come back, and that affects their spouse, you know, and, oh, this, right. the and, whole- their, and the, the whole family. And when a uh, military person is deployed... The family's deployed. They may not be going in country, but they're... <laughs> but sometimes they are. <laughs> yeah, but their whole life is turned over. And that's the same way with, you know, and your friend that's a cop, I'm sure his wife or whoever, whatever, you know, they don't know whether that person's coming back at night. And, uh, you know, they live under stress that us normal folks probably couldn't handle. Right, exactly. It's a different atmosphere in a household that has somebody in law enforcement or in the military in active service. It's a whole different mental act, you know, a mental attitude atmosphere in the household because there's always going to be that tension 
while somebody's deployed or out out on the job. And it makes a huge difference. But these guys are willing to do that. Part of it is because of their sense of duty and their sense of responsibility to their family. They want their families to grow up in a better world than they've got. I mean, there's no... uh, Quite frankly, my family's going through it right now with uh, my son being deployed. Oh, right, exactly. It's a sad... It, it's a sad statement of the loss of this democracy. The democracy, not a democracy right now is being lost. We're not a democracy. It's it's clearly being lost. There is a small group of vocal idiots who have these weird socialist and Marxist ideas that have taken over. You know, it's kind of funny and because one of the things that I that I notice, and and I, you know, listen, whether Trump runs or doesn't run, that's up to him. But one of the things that I would recommend to any president who takes over after Biden is to clean house in every agency in the government. Amen. Everywhere Get he's allowed to. All yeah. of these people who are left-wing nuts, who are completely useless in terms of a democracy. They're the Twitterverse. They need to go. You know, out of what you're saying, I wonder, you know, only 1% of the population ever serves. And... You wonder all these left-wingers that defund the police, get rid of the army, get rid of the military. How many of them have ever raised their hand and offered the ultimate check to their government? How many of them would even think about it? Guess what? That new survey that came out said not a lot. Right. And also, how about how many people would even volunteer to help their community? Whether it's not in law enforcement or anything, but just to go out there and help their community clean things up or help people who need help. Very few people do that. You know, they'd rather help, you know, I personally, I'd rather help dogs because I think they have better hearts than most people do. But, you know, there are people who wouldn't help anybody if their life depended on it. And that's kind of, it's a sad state of affairs. You know, at least if you feel the need to help, you should get out there and do something. Even if it's just donating money to get somebody else to help, but most people—I yeah, mean, look what, what what look what BLM did. Oh, you know, the idea of racial equality is excellent. It should be celebrated, but the way they went about it was completely racist and backwards. They took a great idea and turned it into a complete mess. I mean, who who could so, support see, people like that? What I've been like looking that? at is. Equity versus equality. And I'm going to talk about this on Friday. There's okay. a huge difference between equity and equality. Oh, absolutely, yeah. I mean, because people, some people have valued different things. And not everybody is equal. Despite what they want to say, there's not equality among people. Some people are bigger, smaller, stronger, faster, you know, smarter. Everybody has different abilities, and they need to be recognized as such. But to classify people by race or by gender or by age, that's where we have a problem. You should not be able to just say everybody who's a certain race is this or that or the other. Everybody who's past a certain age is this, that, or the other. You know, things like that. And Or genders have certain restrictions, which they do to some extent. Men cannot have babies. That's, you know, that's a fact. That's a biological fact. Not according to Apple. I know, because now you can have a pregnant man emoji, which I was like, what in the world is that all I want to know how to get that off my phone, because that's completely idiotic. Well, I guess the only thing I could see people using that for is, you know, for the the family that says, we're pregnant, and the man takes, you know, tries to be involved as much as possible. I understand that. But to show him with a big belly is just kind of (laughs) stupid. You know, it's, it, it amazes me, you know, the difference, I was going to say, the difference between equality and equity is, with equity, you lower the standards to mediocrity. 
Right. You lowest common denominator. Mark, on your uh, show Friday, are you going to mention? Uh, I I saw the same statistic that you did. You're saying forty five percent. I saw forty three percent up. But again, you hate to paint everything with a broad brush but the fact of the matter is they did mention race in that and you know we can cover up everything you want to cover up but facts have to come out and the fact of the matter was look at where that 43 percent was right yeah i mean it it was in the blue states. Now, also, yeah, and it was racial. Yeah, there was more, a, a bigger por- portion of certain races had more crime. But the thing is, I'm sure crime was up across the board in all races, but that one maybe was higher than some others. Well, but what, what I think <clears throat> it points to is the narrative versus the reality, something that the left doesn't want to admit. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's and, you can't say it any clearer than that. And uh, you endorse it by saying that you don't want you know defund the police in the cities that have or the or the democratic cities crime has skyrocketed Ky- exactly no two well, ways this about is like, it this is like the fantasy football league this yeah. is the Biden administration they're the fantasy league I know it's like they have all these well it's funny because most people don't realize they say oh all the right wingers are Nazis it's like no the Nazis were actually socialists in fact if you look up German word for national socialist the initials are N-A-Z-I that's Nazi national socialist they were the national socialist party so before you go off ranting about right wing conservatives being Nazis look and see where Nazis stood with everything well you're touting socialism and communism you're standing in lockstep with every Nazi that ever lived exactly but people don't know their history they don't realize that's how the Nazis were founded as a national socialist party now now you see now you got to the baseline the education system has failed right and it's funny because they'll probably eventually start glorifying the Nazis as being uh, brilliant in some respect and there are limitations to how bad they were mostly it was because they were led by one completely maniacal sick crazy person but some of the systems in fascism worked. The economy helped drag them out of a huge depression. The fascist economy actually helped drag them out of a huge depression, and it worked. Now, granted, to maintain it, though, if they needed to eventually start switching stuff back to, to public ownership and things like that, or private ownership, I guess they should say private ownership. But it helped to get their economy moving. But unfortunately, there was that one sick guy who had all these weird, twisted racial ideas that he was trying to throw in with the fascism. Because he was trying to find a scapegoat. He was trying to find people that he could get in front of and say, let's blame everything on them. That way we'll all be united in our cause. And politicians. I think it was the Easter Bunny who did it. Yeah. (laughs) The Easter Bunny, Santa Claus, and St. Patrick. There you go. Oh, it's it's just nuts that that people will just go on about Nazis being right-wingers and they could be, and they're so far off. So far wrong, it's crazy. There couldn't be more wrong. <laughs> you know, listen. What I'm surprised about in New York, they didn't blame it on the subway. Yeah, he had to wait too long. His token expired. Uh, whatever. Yeah, it's a, he was stressed out by having to wait for a train. Stop! Stop the subways. Yes. Yeah. Oh, subways are causing mass <laughs> shootings. Subways. 
Now, this is not associated at all with the restaurant, but rather the transportation system. Let's make that clear. It's like I didn't want people to associate Corona, the, the virus, with the beer. <clears throat> no relationship whatsoever. No, it was uh, the relationship between the virus and the lime. Uh, yeah, maybe that. Oh, it's funny. Cause ah, the virus and the lime. I hope they cure it before summer because otherwise we'll have Corona with lime. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's funny because when they had the Delta variant of the coronavirus, uh, apparently somebody who worked for Delta said, I can't believe they're using Delta as a way to describe this variant. And someone from, Man, from, that's why they call them stewardesses. So, someone from Corona chimed in and said, welcome to the party, pal. <laughs> 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 it's it's crazy. I know. It's funny that people actually thought there was a beer company that was causing a virus. Oh my gosh! And these people vote. Oh my god! It just oh, it pains me. To and think we know that. who they vote for. Yeah, we well, generally do. I mean, you know, they vote for whoever they like. Whoever has the best hair. Whoever's the most popular. Whoever uh, endorses their favorite TV show or talk show and offers them the most money. Yeah, there is that too. Oh my gosh. We're just, we're, what have we printed? Like eight or ten trillion dollars since Biden took over office? Now, now Trump started some of that though. Some of it was started during Trump because they were printing extra money because of the, the virus and they were keeping everybody at home so they had to print extra money to pay everybody. But then once that settled down, he was going to back down on that and start pulling it back. And then Biden came in and boom, he just opened the floodgates. Uncontrolled borders, uncontrolled printing of money. They say money that's worth 200000 now will be worth 20000 in 10 years with the inflation rate the way it's going. So just consider that. If you think you have enough money to save up to retirement, you probably don't. Unless you can grow that money ahead of the inflation rate. There's no way. You have to invest in something that's going to hold or actually not hold, but increase in value to keep up with inflation. So that's our little economical bit. Now, guns usually always appreciate, so keep that in mind. Good quality guns usually always appreciate to match inflation. All right. Well, that's all the time we have for today. Thanks for joining us, Mark the Shark. Appreciate that. We'll be here next week. I am Roger B. This is Locked and Loaded, and you've been listening to America's Web Radio. The views, opinions, and content of the show hosts and their guests appearing on America's Web Radio are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of the station. You're listening to AmericasWebRadio.com, the pioneer and leader in chat radio. Thank you for listening.